there are times when it just becomes overwhelming. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle with my friend Alfonso Rachel, uh, and you probably know the drill by now. Uh, so you ever have one of those days when you should have stood in bed, you know, uh, or, or weeks or months? It's been uh, just brutal, 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 brutal uh, time here in, in the uh, happy camp and uh, and for a while now. So um why don't we talk about something that's uh, relatively new to me, but I'm sure you've had more experience with. Why don't we talk about this idea of faith and, and not necessarily faith with a capital F as in, you know, as in religious faith, although we'll get to that, no doubt. Um, but I'm talking now more about just uh, a belief that things will turn out OK. Uh, I think that I think that for a lot of people uh, and I think I'm one of them. There's something there's something we didn't get when we were when we were growing up. We just didn't get it uh, from our parents. And I think what it was was a sense that don't worry, there's always going to be somebody there to catch you. You may fall, but you won't hit the ground. I think for a lot of people, people like me, and I think a lot of people with big addiction problems and and other uh, imbalances uh, suffer in a way that that maybe I think a lot of regular people don't because they are convinced pretty much all the time that they're going to hit the ground. I mean, it's just it's just you know, it's just really really hard to to stay optimistic about things sometimes. And and I've been much much better at this, and I'm still you know I'm still riding the pony. Uh, but it's been tough lately. What do you think about that? That belief that things will turn out well and you should just essentially certainly not stop trying. That's not what that's not at all it. But at least, you know, just tr trust, trust that things are going to be OK. Indeed, man. I mean, well, you know, we're supposed to uh, it's not a point of keeping on going until you can't take it anymore. It's a, it's a point of keep on going until you can't. You know, oh, that's <laughs> oh well, that, that that that's a that's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what that's that's what uh, you know, that's what this stuff is made of. And you know, you know, the word tells us to endure in faith until the end. Um, what that tells us is that you know what, some uncomfortable stuff is going to come your way. It's interesting when the Lord leaves, He says, "When I leave, I'm going to send the Comforter." Well, why would He need to send a Comforter? unless things were going to get very uncomfortable. <laughs> I said, but I'm going to send the comforter to you. Um, it makes me think of, um, you know, I, I spoke um, a moment ago or, or a, a couple of episodes ago, you know, about a tornado that came through here. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and the thing is, is, is like, they, they talk about like it's rare, you know, so they don't have like, you know, uh, shelters that you go to like where we are. And, and even the, the alert when it comes in and says, hey, we got a tornado warning. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and get to your basements and get to your shelter. It's like they don't make houses with basements around here. And they don't. And there's ways of Great. But, Great uh, advice. Thank you. I'll start yeah, digging. Exactly. Right. Uh, stop, drop, roll, duck and cover. What are we supposed to do? Um, but after the fallout. Uh, of, of what this had, tornado had done in a, in a, uh, a area a little south of us, you know, we figured, you know, we would go and, you know, volunteer with some cleanup, you know, it's, you know, cause people's, their, their, their lives, they get ripped apart. Right. And, um, when we happened upon, um, one person's 
uh, you know, this, we went into this one neighborhood and we we're helping, we stopped and we helped this, uh, you know, this lady out there and uh long story short, you know, prior to this, uh, you know, she had just lost her son. Oh my God. Uh, her, you know, uh, her house, you know, just, just torn up, you know, by this. And, uh, you know, what do you do? Just keep on going. You know, you just got to keep on. So, you know, we're helping out and, you know, helping this lady get her yard, you know, cleaned up and, and whatnot. And, uh, it was just in passing, like one of the things that she had said, um, she had made a, a point about, you know, this is, you know, mother nature, you know, and I don't know what we did to, you know, to tick her off. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and, um, and to that, I responded, I said, well, I don't know about mother nature, uh, but here's praise to the Lord who restores and, I don't know about, once again, I don't know about mother nature, but I do know about father God and he's the one we really don't want to take off. And her face lit up, Bill, it lit up and she was like, amen to that. You know, and it was like the, the strength that she, that she drew from that, you know, and the way that she received it. And it's one of those things that it's like, you know, you think about the stuff that, as the saying goes, you know, I, I complained about having no shoes until I saw the person with no feet. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and as you know, like I've said many times, this is earth. This is not heaven. Pain and suffering and disappointment, and all that stuff is here. That's our neighbor. That's it's almost like it's the landlord. That's just the way that it is. Um, and we're hoping for that day when we don't have to deal with these things anymore. And that day is available to us. Um, and like I said, at this point, it's going to, it's go, if, if, if we could just go ahead and have a, have a carefree day, well, there'd be no point into uh, a day that we could have all these things solved. And even if so, we can't enjoy these things for only above a certain period of time. And when I look, you know, out into the universe, Bill, I'm like, man, there's so much wonder out there to be seen. It would be a crime if we didn't get to enjoy it all. And here's to the one who says, well, hey, I'm the first and the last, man. I'm the Alpha and Omega. I'm the one who got the ticket for you to see. I, I got the ticket for you to tour the universe, baby, for as long as you like. You know, wouldn't it be a crime if you didn't get to enjoy that paradise without having to wake up and stubbing your toe or waking <laughs> up on the wrong side of the bed and waking up with all these things where it's, have those days where it's, man, I wish I would have just stayed in bed. The Lord's like, man, I've, I've prepared that place for you. It ain't going <laughs> to be like that anymore. Yeah, they say that, uh, you know, that suffering builds character. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking I've, I've got enough character. <laughs> I'm, I'm perfectly satisfied with the character that I've got now. And uh, and can it please stop? Uh, <laughs> the, um, the the truth of the matter is, is that is that it never you, you never really do hit the rocks, rocks. Hmm. And and I know that not everybody uh, suffers from this. I, I know people I know people Everybody would, you know, in society is worried about something, worried about this, worried about that. But I seem to find that that a lot of people have, uh, I don't know, just a, a just a, a, a sense of faith that everything is going to be is going to work out okay. And and that's something that is real work for me to to do. And uh, and I'm and I'm better at it. I'm much better at it than I used to be. And. Uh, and I still believe that you know that that, that, that this um, that this uh, rescue is going to come, but at the same time, 
it's uh, it's a struggle, and it's a struggle on on days like today, especially. And that's you know one of the reasons why we do the show. One of the main reasons I do this show, one of the main reasons I do this, all of this work is uh, sometimes, you know, to try to educate people or help them understand things. But a lot of times uh, just to give people an example, you know, not everybody's got, you know, a, a, a great day and not everybody is. Uh, it's easy to look on camera or on Facebook or on social media. It's easy to look, you know cool, everything's great, people control their image, and they do that very carefully. And I don't know if it's my brand or not, but uh, I find that, that the most, uh, some of the most rewarding uh, feedback I get is from people who, who, uh, who, who write to me saying, you know, I was really, really helped to know that somebody else was kind of going through this. So I'm just, uh, I, I'm just feeling like, Man, I'm I'm just you know I can see like this I can see like this train coming you know and it's like I'm, I'm, okay you know uh, if, if you if you say you're gonna you're gonna get off the tracks in time then I'll I'll believe you but my God you hear that whistle blowing and it's like uh... yeah indeed well and as the saying goes you can be on the right track but you still got to move because you know there might be a train coming in the opposite direction but um... oh good. <laughs> right. Which one? I, I, which oh, I think good, would, good to know. And I've heard that saying before. And to me, I, I think that would be a clue that you're not really I'll on the right pull, track. I'll just, I'll just unstick, my, unstick my foot from where I'm stuck in the rails, leap back to safety, and then get creamed by the train that's coming in the other direction. You've right. made my day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <clears throat> but, excuse me. You know, the thing is, if people don't, you know, have... Um, you need a foundation. You have to have something to operate from. You have to have something that keeps you stable, you know, as you operate from day to day. And if, if one doesn't and these hardships or these even discomforts, man, sometimes it don't even take it doesn't even take a hardship. It just it just takes a bit of discomfort. And before you know it, people are turning to things to find, you know, from comfort or pleasure and the things that they, you know, will seek comfort in, uh, whether it's alcohol or pharmacia or one night stand or, 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 or some sort of new age religion or, or whatnot, uh, or a philosophy that they'll gravitate to. And they seek fulfillment in these things, food and, and whatnot, because something was uncomfortable um, or something yeah. that they just they just need to escape from reality from because these burdens come there where things don't work out the way that they want to. Um and, and, and instantly people can <clears throat> gravitate towards something. And that thing that they gravitate to can have a lot of gravity and suck them in. And it's hard for them to escape from it. A person can get into this, 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 you know, walking until they basically become their own maelstrom, you know, and, uh, and just all they see is just, you know, woe is me. And why is this always happening to me? And, and all these kinds of things. And, you know, for me, and just like anybody else, man, I mean, we, we have things that that we stumble on or, or get in our way. And, and, you know, why is this, you know, why does this have to be so hard? It looks so easy for everybody else. And how come these other people aren't dealing with these complications yeah, and whatnot? I, I'm not guilty of that. I know everybody, I was just talking about that a minute ago, how people always put on a good face, you know, and you and, and you don't want to walk around like, you know, you know, weeping willy all day. Uh, but I, I don't for a second. Uh, think that anybody else has got it any easier. I, I don't think that at all. I know everybody's got their own problems they have to deal yes. with. I'm certainly not unique and I'm certainly not the in, in the worst shape by any means. Um, it, this kind of thing, though, this kind of uh, worry and, 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 and finding the faith to replace worry is different than, uh, than depression. Depression is not connected to anything. I mean, a lot of people, when they talk to people who are got a, a you know serious depression issue, 
people who've never had depression say, well, you know, what's the matter? And, 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 and you can't tell them anything. There's nothing, you know, well, why are you so sad? Well, and for me, that kind of thing is like a, it, I can feel it coming on. It's like a storm out there over the ocean and it's just heading in, you know, and it's like, okay, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, going to be a rough three days as far as the weather's concerned. But then on the other end, I'll get out of it. This is different than that. This is, this is, um, this is the uh, vicissitudes of the real world kind of intruding on my, um, it's harsh in my mellow, though. That's what it's doing. <laughs> Messing with my chi, okay? That's right, um, man. I, balancing I my humors. Yes, yes, and and that's understandable. You know, it's it, it's that's that's human. You know, even the Lord Himself, you know, had His moments where it's like, look, man, I just need to be alone for a minute. <laughs> I just, you know, just just I'll be back, right? And you know, even you know, even the Lord, you know, goes through things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, even with Himself, it's justifiable. He, he can explain, you know, the things that you know uh, would would upset Him, you know. And, um, you know, and for us, you know, just sometimes we may have these moods of, of melancholy. Man, I'm going through melancholy. I'm, I'm actually kind of going through some melancholy right now. Uh, because, uh, um, you know, my, my, my wife, you know, she's an acute asthmatic and there's some other, you know, auto, autoimmune issues. You know, and we've talked about these things with, uh, you know, with our fellowship, you know, before in, in our studies. And, uh, one of the things that she's trying to do is, you know, is, is adjust her diet and basically reset your body. And one of the things that you're going to do is you're going to cut out. It's like, it's like the autoimmune protocol. Uh, and, and some of our audience is familiar with these things. Uh, and, and there's a lot, and there's great testimonies for, testimonies for it, but because even like you were mentioning before, Bill, like you, you, when you were coming off, uh, off of, um, uh, COVID, you noticed that the food that you were eating was just like extremely sweet. Mm-hmm. And the things that they're packing with our food, Bill, is, is highly in, uh, uh, inflammatory to the body. So, yeah. you know, uh, basically, you know, um, my wife is, you know, trying to reset and just cut out a lot of those foods, uh, among those foods being sugar. And, I love sugar. Right? Yeah, me too, man. And, and and I want to be supportive of this, and I don't want to be a stumbling block. So you know, I I, I try to participate with her because I don't want her to have the temptation because she loves sugar too. And uh, man, I'm telling you what, there's I heard a comedian once say, yeah, there's this thing that's uh, holding the country together. I think it's called uh, carbohydrates, carbs. And uh, mm-hmm. when you ain't got carbs, man, when you're not eating sugar and you're not eating carbs. It can mess with your mood. <laughs> no, it can, and, and, and yeah, and I, I'm I'm definitely not coming off a of sugar high. And you're right about the sugar. By the way, I was um, mm-hmm. we went to the San Diego Zoo for uh, Natasha's birthdays on the sixth. Mine was on the seventh. Went down to San Diego Zoo, and I was looking at the kids there, you know, and I saw almost all the kids I saw were overweight. And I looked at this one kid who was less overweight than the rest of the kids, mm-hmm. and I and I just took a look at this boy, and I said, if that boy had been in my uh, you know, fifth grade class, everybody would have called him chubby. You know, mm. he he would have been he would have been the fattest kid in the class. Now he's the he now he's practically the slimmest kid in the group. Um, all of this to say that, um, you know, we're we're we're, we're I've, I've often described humans as as worry machines. It's really what we do. It's it's what's kept us alive, and this is why modern society is often so stressful. Uh, although, I, again, I don't want to sound ungrateful. Uh, one of the nice things about modern society is I don't have to worry about horsemen coming down from the hills. Mm-hmm. You know, not yet, anyway. Not yet. Uh, you know, with swords and spears and stuff, and you take my corn and my wife and my kids and and and, and nail me to a to a you know to a, a log someplace. Uh, but but the. The, the, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for the fact that our our uh, our ancestors uh, 
Well, let me put it this way. We, there was undoubtedly a branch of our, of our ancestry that didn't worry, and there was a branch that did, and the ones that didn't worry didn't put a guard out on the end of the, you know, uh, uh, no leopard's going to come into the cave tonight. What are you talking about, Grog? Don't be ridiculous. Huh. Yeah, so, okay. So we've been selected for worry. And, and I think that in, in terms of how we're made, you know, just the biology of how we're built, how we're built hasn't changed in hundreds of thousands of years. It's pretty much the same standard model. And I think that for, for most of our history as humans, we've, we've been built to deal with short periods of extreme stress, like here comes the lion, I'd better run. Uh, and and then when you finish running, assuming you survive, then, you know, you, you, you kind of get out of your system. Now it's just this almost like this buzzing, you know, it's like it's like a, it's like a, 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 a just a sort of hum around you, just this constant. I take care of this. I take care of this, you know, and and it can be really overwhelming, especially for people that. That never really had, I guess it's a sense of security, you know, that. That's the thing I think I, I notice the most is from the people I know who are really, really grounded. They, of course they worry and of course they're unhappy and sad and all the rest of those things. But they're not worried or sad or the rest of those things to nearly the degree. And when I talk to them about that, I, what I always find is that they, they just had parents who just from the moment they were born just made it clear to them, you know, we're, we will be here to, to make sure that you don't hit the ground. And without those things, it's uh, it's a whole different world. You can largely learn how to do this, and I think I've I've done pretty well for myself. But there are times when it just becomes overwhelming. And so back to the title of the show, right? You know, this episode, faith. It's like for for some people, faith that things will turn out okay is is in, innate in them. Uh, and for for others of us, it's um, it's a learned belief system. And uh, and I still believe it, <laughs> but uh, but I'm, I'm <laughs> my belief doesn't consist. You know, I believe that, that the things are going to turn out okay. But my belief is not predicated on having this internal belief. My belief is because I'm reading the book on how to have faith you know, as fast <laughs> as I can turn the pages. You know. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I, I guess as the saying goes, um, you know, hope for the best, expect the worst. But. Um, you know, it's like, uh, for me, yes, I, ha I have this book that I go to and, and this book is kind of like my spiritual comfort food. Uh, interesting that the Lord, you know, speaks of himself as when he talks about the law, you know, we talk about the law. It's like, it's like honey, you know, Lord, your, your law, your word is like honey in my mouth. And mm. it's great because I love things that are sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it's, you know, the Lord who represents as the bread. I mean, we're thinking about, like I said, we're talking about comfort food, bread, wine, honey. Uh, the Lord wants us to lean on these things as the world, the world is going to be difficult. Like the Lord says, the world hates you. It hated me first. All right. That's just the way that it is. That's, you know, that's how it is in the natural. Um, and it's interesting, you know, when, when you, when you mention that these things, they buzz, they buzz in your head. It's like all these, whether it's anxieties, whether it's even temptations, these things, they just constantly buzz around your head like a fly that doesn't know when to go away. It doesn't take a hint. And interestingly enough, that's what Beelzebul means. Lord, Lord of, the, of flies. the flies. Yeah. And that's what he does. He's constantly trying to lay maggots in your mind. That he helps, man. Some, no, know, that really does. That helps a lot. 
that's who he is, right? He it's just always in your eyes, always in your ears, and just keeps you in a state of worry or temptation. He will not leave you the hell alone, right? And uh, also, interestingly enough, his name is also um, Belial, which means Lord of the Forest. Hmm. So in the forest, an enchanting place, um, is a place where you can get lost. You go in and before you know it, you are lost in this forest. And a lot of people, just like I was talking about earlier, you know, Bill, the forest tends to give, it lends itself to a lot of fantastical ideas about spirituality, uh, you know, getting in touch with nature and uh, pursuing other things that people will think will give them peace or, you know, um, uh, an awakening or being woke or whichever. And what happens is they more and more they go down this road and they get lost in the forest and can't see the forest through the trees. Interestingly enough is why the devil himself is also called Belial. So these are things where you don't want to get lost in these things and get lost in your anxiety, lost in your temptation, lost in things that will that you think may give you comfort or fulfillment in this world that presents a lot of difficulties. Now, these difficult these difficulties can either break a person down uh, or they can make a person stronger. You want to become, you know, better, not bitter, right? Mm. And one has to be careful that in becoming stronger, you don't want to become calloused at the same time. Yeah, that's you know, problem. and and like uh, even my instructor, you know, would tell me, he's like, you know, and, and it was weird because I've spoken about my instructor. I remember the first time I shook his hand, you know, there was just kind of like this, you know, the angle of 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 his handshake, you know, kind of took me off balance. But it's like his hands were like, you know. They were like, you know, man, you don't even have like workers' hands. They're not calloused or anything like that. And and, and his philosophy beside, uh, behind that was like, why would I want to destroy my hands? I need my hands, man. Your hands need to be sensitive. What good is a person in combat if they don't even have the feeling of their hands to be able to pick up a penny? Well, that's something to think about. You know, I don't want my hands all blistered and my knuckles all torn up and stuff like that. I can get down without doing all that. You know, so that saying, we don't want to gain strength by being calloused you know and we need a foundation for that that helps us because the lord himself wasn't a, he was a, a man full of compassion but he also lets you know look man i can just speak and knock you on your behind okay uh but for all intents and purposes you know i'm here to show mercy i came riding in on a donkey you know to show you mercy i'm the king on a donkey i didn't come riding in on white white horse so uh but just to let you guys know things can get really rough and if you want to be able to handle the roughness, you want to handle the rough seas, don't freak out. Be still. Know that I am God. I'm the one who could speak to the storm and tell the wind to cool down my soup. OK, just relax. I got this right. But just know that this is the world. This isn't heaven. Well, that's sound advice, man. And as always, it helps. You know, every time I uh, I talk to you, I, I always feel better. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll send you some M&Ms or something. That'll do it for this edition of uh, of the Virtue Signal, and 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 again, these these kind of shows are, are for your uh, enlightenment, but sometimes also for your encouragement. It's good to know sometimes that you're not the only person out there who uh, who feels like they're uh, hanging on a rope, and 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 uh, and we encourage each other, you know, and that's what we do. And and the comments, the feedback I get here every day are just 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 tremendous and remarkable very very good for me and all the kind birthday wishes as well this particular week thank you very much for all of that and for my wife as well she's very very grateful uh as am i uh this show is made possible by the members at billwhittle.com 
and uh, it's their continuing support that allows us to continue with our somewhat unusual business model of, uh, of producing stuff and then leaving it out on the door for free uh, to be picked up by whoever wants it. Uh, those people who, who've decided to help pay for this are, are really very special people and, um, and we're very grateful to you for your support. For Alfonso Rachel, I'm Bill Whittle. We'll see you next time here on The Virtue City.